Welcome to Not Boring Workouts. Sorry, I don't know what that was. The only bi-weekly fitness podcast in the world that cares deeply about distracting you from the shittiness of working out. Start doing jumping jacks. Back in the before times, many of us would schlep 30 minutes or more to a gym or studio where we would pack ourselves into a completely sealed room with 20 or more other people and proceed to get very sweaty and breathe heavily all over each other. And we'd pay for the privilege. And honestly, right now, it sounds super hot. Today, we bring you not boring workouts for free in the comfort of your home, just like everything nowadays. And we will never, ever breathe on you, let alone sweat. You're welcome. If you're thinking, wow, it would be nice to support these guys for their ongoing efforts, you're a dear. Please check out patreon.com slash notboringworkouts and consider becoming a subscriber just like these hotties, Ian Chapman and Andrea Alefi. And that ding means it's time for your next exercise. Wide stance toe touches. You are in a wide stance with your arms out in a T. Keeping both arms straight, bend and twist at the waist as you try to bring your left hand to your right foot. Return to the starting position and then try to get your right hand to your left foot. The trick is not to cheat by bending your arms. Keep them straight. We are a bit late in saying this, but happy birthday to Britney Spears, who turned 39 years old on December 2nd. And our belated gift to her and to you is the hashtag free Britney and firm your ass workout, written by my silent partner, David, with occasional ad-libs by myself. The first thing you have to keep in mind when talking about Britney is that she became a mega pop star years before YouTube, Instagram, or even smartphones. As anyone who quickly did the math already knows, Britney Spears was born in 1981 in Macomb, Mississippi. Ronald Reagan was in his first term as president. Yeah, that's a mindfuck, right? And Olivia Newton-John's Physical was the most popular song of the year. Physical, physical. Is it that one? As the name of today's episode stated, today is going to be all about that ass and you are starting off with sidekick squats. This starts like a normal squat, but when you come back up to standing, you are going to extend one leg straight out to the side and lift it before returning to standing and squatting again. Alternate legs as you do this. Growing up in a Baptist family, Brittany sang in the choir and also took dancing and gymnastics from a young age. Again, there were no YouTubers or TikTokers to look up to or emulate, and the idea that kids just suddenly become famous was not a thing. Instead, Brittany participated in dance recitals and gymnastics meets where she excelled. Somehow, even without the influence of internet fame, Brittany, and maybe even more so Brittany's mother, dreamed of something bigger. At the age of eight, Britney traveled to Atlanta to audition for a reboot of the Mickey Mouse Club, which had sort of been a breeding ground for child stars dating all the way back to the 1950s. They decided she was too young, but passed her along to a casting director who convinced her mom to move them to New York City, where Britney was enrolled in the Professional Performing Arts School. Over the next year or so, she booked a bunch of commercials, made her Broadway debut, I had no idea, wow, and appeared on Star Search, I knew that part, before finally joining the cast of the Mickey Mouse Club in 1992 alongside Christina Aguilera, 
Justin Timberlake, Ryan Gosling, really? And Carrie Russell. Wow, that's a star-studded mouse club. Next up, split lunge. Start with your left foot forward and right foot back, and you just sink down until that front thigh is level with the floor, and then push back up. Keep going on this side only, and I'll tell you when to switch. So you're not going back to center, you're just staying on that side. When you look at that cast list, you might wonder if the casting director was a fucking genius, or if these people became famous because they were basically the only kids at that time getting national exposure. Let's say you're some kid in Lansing, Michigan in 1992 and you can sing and dance way better than those kids on the Mickey Mouse Club. Oh well, with no YouTube or TikTok or really an internet, there was just no way anyone outside your immediate community would ever know that. Alright, I'm gonna say it's a little bit of both, David, because honestly, those are some talented fuckers. Alright, switch it up and get that right leg forward and left leg back and then get back to squatting on that side. Britney spent just two seasons on Mickey before it was canceled and she moved back to Mississippi where she had kind of a normal high school experience. In 1997, she almost joined an all-girl group called Innocence. I-N-N-O-S-E-N-S-E. I feel like that spelling is is a relevant detail. I was being manufactured by Lou Pearlman, the now-dead criminal creep who created the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. We need to do a whole episode about him, but for now, we'll just stick with Brittany, who dodged that Lou Pearlman bullet and instead made a demo recording of a rejected Tony Braxton song. Did she post that demo on YouTube? No, it was on a CD. Do you guys remember CDs? Should I explain CDs for our Gen Z listeners? Honestly, I don't think we have any Gen Z listeners, although I wish we did because I always kind of think I'm going to be a crotchety old lady about Gen Z. And then whenever I meet them, I'm like, wow, these kids are amazing and they are our only hope. Please save us all. Drop to all fours. If your ass isn't burning yet, stand by. Time for combined fire hydrant kickbacks. Start on your left leg, keep your knee bent, and raise your leg like you're taking a piss on a fire hydrant because we're classy, but also because that's the best way to explain that one. Now bring your leg back down, but don't let your knee touch the floor. Instead, kick that same leg straight back behind you and give it a little lift. Then bring it back in, piss on the hydrant again, swing it back, keep going on the left, and I will tell you when to switch sides. It's 1997, and 16-year-old aspiring pop star Britney Spears has one professional recording of her singing one song, but we're almost eight years before YouTube, and the music industry is still completely controlled by record labels. So the next step was that Britney, her mom, and her lawyer flew to New York City, where in one day they went to four major label offices where they sat and played her CD single for key decision makers. Everybody passed, and at the end of the day, they flew back to Mississippi. Honestly, y'all should find that super inspiring, right? I feel like people get rejected, they get sad, they give up, but holy shit, she's pretty famous. She, She got rejected every time. All right, switch legs. Just one executive from Jive Records saw some promise and had Britney fly back two weeks later and sing for them in person. Britney sang Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing. Oh my God, I have to share a hilarious story. Okay, I was obsessed with that song when I was a child and I sang it at like our second grade talent show. And um, that just, I'll leave you to process that. All right, the label signed her to a deal. After about a month of work with key producers who helped change her sound from adult contemporary to teen pop, she was flown to Sweden where she recorded the bulk of her album, Baby One More Time. Have you heard of it? 
To build some hype, Britney went on a U.S. mall tour. Oh my God, malls! Adorable! Oh my God, so vintage, so 90s, but also, oh my God, in quarantine, a mall sounds like fucking fun. Okay, uh, she went on a mall tour where she performed four songs for enthusiastic tweens who still had no idea who she was. This was followed by opening for NSYNC. Lie down on your back, knees bent, feet flat on the floor, arms at your sides. Time for hip thrusts. All you're doing is lifting that ass up off the ground, pushing upwards towards the sky before lowering back down until you almost touch the floor, then thrust back up. Yes, this is the most action some of us are getting in quarantine. Keep going. Baby One More Time was released on January 12th, 1999. Wow. It debuted at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200 and was certified two times platinum by the Recording Industry Association of America after a month. Worldwide, the album topped the charts in 15 countries and sold over 10 million copies in a year. It became the biggest selling album ever by a teenage artist. I have to say that when I was in, I think I was a freshman in high school when this came out and I really kind of resented it. I was like, ew, like what? It's just like this schoolgirl like hitting me maybe one more time. Like I didn't like the song. I know gays everywhere hate me now, but this episode is really making me respect the fuck out of her. I mean, that's like some serious work as a kid. All right. The opening title track became Britney's first music video. Record execs wanted it to be animated, but Britney convinced them to let her dance in a Catholic schoolgirl outfit instead. Blech. The single sold 500,000 copies on its first day and has since tallied over 10 million sales, making it one of the best-selling singles of all time. Remember singles? Uh, Britney shattered records across the globe, eventually selling over 25 million copies. And the best-selling debut album ever, Britney Spears, was 18 years old. Wow. As an adult, just whoa. Holy fuck. Okay. Roll over onto your left side, legs out straight, and feet stacked. Time for side leg lifts. Start with raising and lowering your right leg, and I will tell you when to roll over and hit that left leg. The next 10 years of Britney's life were unsurprisingly both widely successful and chaotic. Between 1999 and 2009, she released five more albums, all of which were highly successful. She completed five world tours, grossing hundreds of millions of dollars. She performed at the Super Bowl halftime show, starred in a movie, and opened a restaurant. She got married, had two kids, made a pretty shitty reality show, and got divorced. Roll over onto your right side and start those left leg lifts. In 2008, everything seems to have combined to push Britney into a mental breakdown. She lost custody and then visitation rights to her kids, and then she was committed to the psychiatric ward of Ronald Reagan UCLA Medical Center and put on 5150 involuntary psychiatric hold under California state law. Shortly before her release, the court placed her under a conservatorship led by her father, Jamie Spears, and attorney Andrew Wallet, giving them complete control of her assets. Okay, back on your feet for single leg deadlifts. Start standing on your left leg, then slowly bend at the waist and lift your right leg up and back while you reach your hands to the ground. 
slowly return upright and do it again. Remain standing on your left leg and doing those deadlifts with your right. I will tell you when to switch sides. It is now the dawn of 2021 and Britney Spears is still under that very same conservatorship that was put in place in 2008. In nearly every example of a long-term conservatorship, the reason is that the individual is not psychologically or physically able to manage their own finances. This will typically apply to the elderly or the severely mentally impaired. While one might argue Brittany is fighting some demons, it's also hard to see how those definitions apply to her. Switch to your other leg now. Just months after being placed in the conservatorship, Brittany won Best Female Video, Best Pop Video, and Video of the Year for Peace of Me at the MTV Music Video Awards. She released the album Circus, which hit number one in multiple countries, and backed it with a massive tour grossing over $130 million. Over the next decade, she would release three more albums, complete two more tours, and a 248-show run in Las Vegas where she grossed $500,000 per show! David, are you sure about that? That's fucking bananas! So she's doing all of this while being barred from any direct control of her rapidly growing personal wealth. Now, just in case your ass isn't totally burning yet, let's do some wide stance squats. Get those legs nice and wide and then take a good deep squat before pressing through your heels back to standing. Add a bit of calf work if you like by extending all the way onto your tiptoes each time you stand back up. The dissonance between her public success and her personal agency led, perhaps not surprisingly, to the hashtag free Britney movement, which dates back to a fan blog in 2009. Since the phrase was first mentioned, it has ballooned into a conspiracy theory. Surprise, surprise! It weirdly has some overlap with QAnon, at least in terms of the ardent desire of its followers to find clues hidden in plain sight. Most of that obsession with finding clues has been on Britney's Instagram posts, which hashtag free Britney followers have claimed demonstrate all sorts of secret messages about her relative imprisonment, including the wearing of specific colored shirts and the prominence of roses in many photos and videos. Why? What happened that Americans are so obsessed with conspiracy theories? As recently as a few months ago, there was even a rather large rally of devotees who gathered to protest the conservatorship prior to a court case that resulted in some small changes to, but not the elimination of, said conservatorship. All right, start by bending at the waist and reach for those toes. Hold there for a few. That's right, we're stretching now. Brittany has made it clear on a few occasions that she doesn't trust her father to control her finances, and there are a lot of signs that he has used the position to enrich himself and others charged with her control. Go figure! It has reached the point that he has been banned from seeing her kids after he was accused of physically assaulting one of them, and now Brittany has stated she will not perform or, or record new material as long as her dad is in charge. Holy fuck, this is scandalous! Now slowly roll back up and do some gentle twists back and forth. There's plenty more to this story if you want to dig in. Vanity Fair recently published The Oracle of Brit, which is a pretty good read, and the hashtag free Britney hashtag can take you down a super deep rabbit hole. 
Whether or not Brittany is of sound mind and body, it seems that her father and many other men in her life have ruthlessly taken advantage of her for financial gain, and that is disgusting. It looks like a few female advocates have gotten more involved, and hopefully Brittany will regain some autonomy and freedom, which she has earned. That's it. You're done. If you had fun, it would be amazing if you went over to Apple Podcasts and left us a five-star rating and review. It is the best way to help us grow, and we truly appreciate it. Also, once again, to be completely honest, it's just me and David making this crazy shit. And if you want more episodes or more storytellers and comedians, if you want to help us grow, please, please, please visit patreon.com slash notboringworkouts. If you donate at the $10 or more level, you can get shouted out on air every time, like Ian Chapman and Andrea Alefhi. There are other perks as well, and you're welcome to donate more or less. We also wanted to give a shout out to Kevin Bailey. Thank you so much for your tip on Venmo. You too can tip us on Venmo at Not Boring Workouts. And finally, please connect with us on Twitter, where we are at NBWPod. Thank you.